Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman. It is Thursday of week two NFL season. That means on this podcast, my companion, my compadre, my BFF, Simon Hunter, professional better. He and I are going to narrow down the field. Anyone who is listening to this podcast, you must listen to the Tuesday podcast. We go through every single game on the slate and talk about who we like in the sides, the totals, the money lines, where some opportunities might be. On Thursday, we narrowed the field down. We're going to come up with our five favorite plays for the week. We're going to do a survivor pick. We're going to do our money line parlay pick, reviews of who is going to win one of Simon's best bets of the year. We've got a big balls bet of the week. And we're going to walk into the hornet's nest, Simon. I fired away and you just commented that you feel like I'm going too fast, too soon with too many bets early in the week. Yeah, it's good to be back, Chad. You definitely are, buddy. It's too much COVID going on where any of these different teams, we could lose a quarterback in the middle of the week, which you have the money to hedge out. I don't, so I know you're going to be all right on that front. You're just like, you already have 18 bets in. That might not sound like that much to some people out there, but to the common folk, that's a lot to have 18 bets by, uh, what was that, Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning? So Wednesday one of those were, you're fired up. You're definitely fired up, Chad. I also put three more bets in this morning. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of these things where, like, I might have 100 bets already, but I'm always putting myself in positions to hedge out. Um, I don't expect most people to be doing that many bets during the week. So that's why, like, we talked on Tuesday's show, there's certain lines where, yeah, I think people should try to get in early because the line could move. But for the most part, it's it's just because of COVID, it's better to be safe than sorry, where if you don't have money to hedge out, I, I wouldn't be putting all your money in so early in the week. Well, the truth is, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for the games where I thought lines were in play or I felt like I was getting an advantage. I was looking at the Action Network app and I was seeing the best available lines at books. Um all around the country. And I was seeing how money was moving. And I was seeing, you know, some sides were getting so much money and the line, the price on the, on the line wasn't moving or the line was like moving half a point in another direction at other books. And so I kind of just, some of of these, I just wanted to get ahead of. Um, That's kind of why I did it. Like this morning, this morning I did the Bears minus two and a half. I think I did the Jets plus six and somebody else because I felt like those lines were actually going to start moving against me. Yeah, I think the Bears are now down to minus one and a half. But um, what can you do? It's it's tough, though. Like, again, um, I guess it's not that long of a story, but I, I told you I had hired a runner for this um, upcoming season. And. Basically, this past week, it was my first real weekend with him. It was the first one where he had a lot of money. Um, so, again, I'm I'm a nice – I think I'm a pretty nice guy, Chad. I, obviously, you know me behind the curtains. I can be pretty nice. But um, it's a little different when uh, this guy is kind of an employee of mine, and he's a lot older than me. So he might be 46, like 48. Um, and it's tough where I'm in a position where – um, I can't be too friendly because this guy might not respect me or he might think he could take advantage of me. So I'm an asshole to this guy. I've been an asshole to him from the moment he's met me to even right now. And I probably called him, I want to say 4 a.m. Sunday morning. And I asked him why he wasn't awake and why he wasn't at the sports book. And that's how that guy's day started. And I pretty much was on him all day doing bets and stuff like that. And then at four o'clock, I told him he has to drive now back to his apartment. 
he has to FaceTime me. He has to open up all the money I've given him. And we're going to go through the money counter. He's going to have to count up every single dollar bill that I've given him just because I had to check him and make sure all the money lines up. So this guy was basically being harassed for me for about, I would say like 13 hours straight. And then he checked out. The money was good. He did good the first day. Didn't lose any of my money. He won money, collected the money. I gave him off the rest of that night. So again, I can be a little bit of an asshole, but I also am a pretty nice guy. So that was one of those where it's like, I'm just so glad we're done week one. We're on to week two. It's a little more calm and I'm feeling pretty good about our picks going into this week, Chad. What does it look like when you're watching on FaceTime, uh, the money flipping through the money counter? <laughs> I don't know, like another Tuesday. I don't know. It's it's like money counters are used, if, especially for the type of cash we use every day. I mean, you're using money counters all the time. Now I'm, I'm one of those people I'm obsessed with double checking numbers. So it's like, I might've had him go through, you know, six figures. And I said, okay, let's do it again. I like double checking things because time is money. Like I don't mind sitting there and making sure all my money is exactly what it should be in my books. Um, but for him, it's nerve wracking because he's, he's sweating. Cause I, I could see him sweating. Cause he's like, if this is a dollar short, he's fired. And like, I'm not messing around. Like that's, that's a big deal is you're trusting someone with a lot of money. So yeah, that was, um, it was definitely stressful having to worry about him handling a lot of my money, but again, it worked out and when people keep hitting me up. They're like, Hey man, if you're ever looking for a runner, you don't want to like, again, you don't want to work for me. Um, I'm tough and I'm not very like nice. Like Bob, the guy, my other boss, he's maybe complimented me twice a year in my entire career. Like that's how, like that's the average where I've kind of taken that and done the same thing where it's like tough love, but um, this guy's getting free education from me. So it's one of these things where it's, yeah, I might be an asshole to him, but he's learning things that people pay a lot of money to learn for, for free. I'm actually paying him to learn this stuff. So it's, it's just a different, um, it's different than people think it would be like, people think it sounds cool and be fun. It's not, I mean, it's, especially if you're working for someone like me, like I am on these people 24 seven, especially if I miss a line because they're doing something else and not the sports book. So again, it's, it sounds cool, but it, it's, it's a hard life. It's a hard knock life for <laughs> runners. I would not want to work for you at all. <laughs> Some days it hurts my feelings just podcasting with you. But but I do want to get to our picks. Because yeah. on Tuesday, on Tuesday, we narrowed down a lot of games. Um, let me refine the list for people. Uh there were probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games where we were feeling like those were the games we'd want to choose our five from. Um, it was uh, the Jags and the Broncos. Um, it was the Bills and Miami. It was the Niners and Eagles. It was Cincy and the Bears. It was the Raiders and the Steelers, Pats and the Jets. Falcons and Bucks, Cowboys and Chargers, depending on the line. And then uh, the Titans and Seahawks. So let's go back to the Jags. Okay. There has been nothing I've seen, no reporting, no line movement to make me feel like I don't want to put the Jags in the contest. Jags plus six. The line is way overinflated. Look at headlines, meaning the lines that came out a few weeks ago were two and a half. Maybe it's power rated, you know, three and a half, whatever it is. I feel like the Jags are still the right side here. 
Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely feeling grosser as the weeks goes on. The week goes on here where you just heard all this stuff with Urban Meyer and it's scary where it's like, God, you know, the players are hearing this stuff. Um, we know that this guy is a compulsive liar. He lies all the time. So it's scary. But like you said, Chad, we have to trust the numbers. And this is a smart play, especially it's six, six and a half, which is what we had it at on Tuesday. We, we still have it some books. Now it's down to five and a half at certain books. But I think FanDuel still is at six. So. It's a good number. It's one of these where we have to take that number. So if this is one of our five best picks, I will not be shocked come uh, Sunday because it's just one of these games. It's a pro game. It's a game we kind of have to take. So we're going to see how it ends up. But I would say it's about a 90 percent chance that this one's one of our five. All right. So two things. Number one, you just mentioned Sunday. Reminder, we have a show Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern at Action Network HQ. Me, Simon, Sean Kroner, Chris Raybon talking about the lines as the windows open. That's also when Simon and I decide on our final five. Stucky, who co-hosts the Action Network podcast for the NFL picks uh, with Chris Raybon. It's amazing. I listened to it this morning, every minute of it. They will break down every game. They have a Sunday six pack where they'll pick their six favorite picks. Simon, they were on almost every single game that we liked. One of them being the Jags, talking a lot about, there's a lot of evidence. Since 2005, Raybon had this great stat. Teams that are coming off a loss that are then underdogs at home in week two cover it like a 60% clip. And then Stucky went into a long, long conversation about the humidity in Florida. I think that might have had an impact on Green Bay, certainly could have an impact on Denver. So the exact thing he was talking about, it's an old analytics stat, it is in week one, if a team's a favorite and they lose and the following week, they are a dog. I believe it's what you're talking about. It's a 60% clip they cover as that dog number. So, okay, the Jaguars were a favorite last week. Now they're a six-point dog at home. Woo! That's that's exactly why they love that number. It's just inflated to the max. So, again, that's that's a good number, people. That's a pro number. You take the six. If the team has given up on Urban Meyer, guess what? We're going to know after two weeks and we'll have to bet the Jags again next week. So, it, it's one of these. You have to take this number this week. I also have the Jags in one of my 12 money line parlays. <laughs> I love it. I saw that you're up like 19 units or something crazy on the action app, Chad, just firing away last week. Well, A, that might be a mistake and someone needs to fix it because I think I added an extra zero in one of my money lines. No, that's that's the fixed version. Oh, it is? Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, I you really bet those parlays, Chad, because I'm telling you, last Dude. week was a big money line week last week. Are you kidding me? I, we nailed the Texans and the Steelers. We nailed the Steelers and the Raiders. We nailed the Texans and the Raiders. Yeah. I bet all of those. It's why I've... I've I've doubled the number of money line parlays <laughs> that I bet from last week because you you nailed it though. Like the conversation is you hit one of those and it's equivalent of even if you hit it only 10% of the time out of 10 bets, you hit it once, you're paying yourself off even more than the cost of your bet. So, you know, I've got a significant amount outlay for money line parlays this week, but it's actually all money that I won last week on money line parlays with three huge hits. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, you must always all year win at 60 or 70 percent rate to be a professional better. I told them one of my best years I've ever had. I went 42 percent for the entire season, but I just could not miss on dogs and big money lines. It helps you eat up the down years. And that's that's the goal of actually being a pro. So like Chad just said, that that was an insane week one. And uh, we're going to try to do it again in week two, because there's again, there's so many money line dogs. I love yeah. again this week. Dogs were nine and seven last week outright. Crazy. The next game, the Bills visiting Miami. 
So the Dolphins at home, dogs, three and a half points. This is definitely a money line parlay spot for me. Um, I was impressed with a lot about Miami last week, except for Tua. I thought the Bills did exactly what they would were going to do, which was shit the bed against the Steelers. I don't know how I don't love Miami in this spot. Still, there's not nothing has changed for me. Yeah, this again, this is another one of these games. It's a pro game, so that's why there's a high percentage chance this can be one of our five because. You're giving me three and a half in a divisional game on a home team, playing a team that just lost. I mean, again, Josh Allen's going to play much better in this game. All right. I, I understand that. Okay. There's no TJ Watt on this uh, Miami front, but the same token, we've just seen it where these teams that play so well last year and it's a new season, they just put this pressure on themselves. They go, okay, it's going to be just like last year. Or we're going to build off what we did last year. Where it's different. Things are always just different season to season. That's what made that whole Brady and Belichick thing so legendary because it was 20 consistent years of excellence. It, that's just not the way it is on football. We've just seen it where every year there's different challenges and different turnovers and different angst. So just playing the number, we talked this was going to be the, the chalkiest favorite bet of the week. And I can't tell you how many people have hit me up. So my friends, I have a lot of friends, they bet like cowards. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, gambling is a scary thing, but they bet like cowards. And I can't tell you people I know do seven-point teasers. And multiple people hit me up and said, hey, I can get the bills right now, plus three and a half in Miami in a seven-point teaser. Isn't that a lock? And it's like those are the terrifying ones where it's like, oh, my God, are the bills going to get blown out? Because every Joe Schmo is going to have them in a teaser. So I didn't love the money line. I was kind of hesitant to do it because I just thought this was a good – I had this number at three, so I thought it was a good number, three and a half, where you just take Miami the points, you don't touch the money line. But now the more I think about it, yeah, I think you're spot on where this is one of these things where I'm probably going to take this money line just because the public is coming in so heavy on the bills. It's literally, I think the last I saw was 90% of the tickets and 90% of the money were on the bills at one point. And they're on the road. They're on the road. So Chad knows what I love to do here. Anytime it's under 10% for a home team, that's a dog. I, I, I go all in on them. So this is one of my favorite bets of the week, Miami. Chad, spot on, Millman. <laughs> that's the name. Sometimes you're just seeing the board clearly. Sometimes it's so obvious and maybe we're going to be wrong. You don't know, but oftentimes early in the year off of that first game is when you feel like, and this is where some of it, you have to be kind like have to have some self-confidence. You got to feel like you saw something in that game that is separate and distinct from the final score that allows you to have an insight into the team and carry that over into the next week. I do think the Bills will play better, but again, I just think divisional game plus three and a half. It's the same reason we're taking the Giants tonight. It's a divisional game plus three and a half, two teams that are pretty evenly matched. You, you take the three and a half. So we, we just love that number with Miami. Uh, the other game on our on our final list here that we're narrowing down, 49ers visiting the Eagles. Last week, this was a Simon Says game. Simon Says, you bet the Eagles. When Simon says do it, when Simon says do it, we do what Simon says. Still haven't changed. Still feeling pretty good about the bet. It's sad where it's already down to three now. I was hoping we'd keep going up, but the public has come in now, finally, on the Eagles. I think more people are starting to believe and starting to see that maybe, maybe this 49ers team isn't that great. If you look at the numbers, what Detroit did against them, especially on the running the ball, um, 
man, the Eagles have a lot of pieces that could cause this 49ers defense trouble. So, again, we like we like the Eagles plus three and a half. Hopefully you can still get it at FanDuel. Um, that was one of the few books I saw left with Eagles plus three and a half minus 120. I love the Eagles in this spot. The Eagles will also be in a money line parlay for me. How about that? Eagles fly, Eagles fly. I don't know the rest of the song. Yeah, if, you don't sound like a guy from Philly when you sing. Listen, listen. I dropped off my older kid. He's a freshman at Drexel. I dropped him off last week. On Friday night, me and him and my wife, we were in the Passiunk district, which is where Pat's and Gino's are. We didn't go there, though. We went to like a dim sum place that, you know, was amazing. Pat's and Gino's overrated. Passiunk as a district was phenomenal. Yeah. Very it's, cool. It's like hipster. It's been rebuilt, kind of. Completely hipster. I said, I said to my wife, I feel like I'm on the border of Williamsburg and Park Slope. Everyone <laughs> had a beard. Everyone had tattoos. Yeah. And everyone was pushing a stroller and had a kid that was, you know, three years old or younger. No, it's, that's what it felt like. That, that whole area has become that. It's a bunch of beer gardens. Uh, it was fantastic, though. Bing, bing. Dim sum. Loved it. All right. We are on the Eagles. That's as Simon says. I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that we have a big balls bet of the week. <laughs> which I know what it's going to be, at least what I think it should be. The other game that we were talking about, Cincy at the Bears. This line has been moving in Cincinnati's direction. The public has been coming in on the Bengals. Bear down, Chicago Bears. This game, 100% on the Bears. I know. I hate it now, though. I'm like, why? I was going to try to be so smart on Tuesday. I thought for sure Fields would be the name of the starter by now. I just had in the back of my mind that, like the, the owner or someone would go to Nagy and be like, what are you doing? Like Andy Dalton, sure, he played okay against the Rams. Justin Fields can make those throws. He can throw the ball five yards to Allen Robinson. I, I think any quarterback can do that. But Justin Fields can scramble, and that's such a huge thing. When you guys have a horrible offensive line, you have the fastest guy on the team on your bench. So it's pissing me off, Chad. It's pissing me off so much that I might not have it in our five best picks. But I bet I bet the Bears. I'm in on the Bears this week. It's a great, great bet. It's classic. Cincinnati's feeling great after an overtime win on the road. Young team, awful head coach and Zach Taylor. Fucking Andy Dalton, dude. I can't take it. I can't believe Justin Fields isn't named the starter yet. So I don't know, buddy. It, it, we might put it in, but we'll talk Sunday morning where this is one of these where it, we probably won't because I fucking hate Andy Dalton. Well, that game was really interesting to me. Um, as a Bears fan, I had a lot of hope. I, like I, until sort of midway through the third, I really felt as if the Bears had a chance for to sneak out a win. Um, they were playing well enough. The running game was really good. Uh, the defense just gave up those three or four over the top throws. I was impressed. I was just like, as a Bears fan, I was not. You know, I text, I was texting with my buddy, Matt, and, and when it was over, I'm like, okay, I pulled my Belichick onto Cincinnati, but um, I'm not feeling upset about it. I feel like Cincinnati could be a time that we recover. Yeah. If, and, if, and if hold can't on. do it against this team, he should not be the starter. I like, I like that we are doing it uh, against the rising tide of the public. Yeah. You know, I hate public dogs. This is, this is by far the public dog of the week. So. Again, Chad, it's one of those where I made a mistake. I really did think um, I was outsmarting the team here. I thought Fields would be named the starter by now. I'll never forget the way you thrilled the nation. It's 
Bear down. Ooh. We still got to get our big balls better the week. We got survivor picks. I thought the Bears would be one of these one of these picks. The other game on our list, Raiders at Steelers. I love the Steelers here. I still love the Steelers. Yeah, we're still on the Steelers. Great, great pick. One of our favorites for our, our best five. We're either going to have this in or they'll be one of the last ones out because we, we really like everything. Everything about them is good right now. They're healthy. I know people can say their offense didn't look great. I think that was just more about them just getting a rhythm there. And they have three receivers that we are terrified of. So I, I, I get the, the love for Oakland coming off the big Monday night win, but this is just too much for this team to handle. They're, they're literally traveling on the same same week up to Pittsburgh playing a one o'clock game. It's it's a lot. That's a lot for a team that just played OT on a Monday night. Um, so, yeah, Chad, we, we like that since, five and a half. Especially right? since they're traveling from Las Vegas, not Oakland. Damn it, every time. Uh, yeah, it's five and a half, though, I believe. Five so, and a half. Yeah, so it's yeah, a good it's number. A good number. I, I agree with you. The second half of the Steelers game, to me, it wasn't their offense was terrible in the first half and better in the second half. They progressed. They figured out what was working. And I thought Roethlisberger looked great. Like there, he, he made really good throws. He made throws on third downs. He looked like a savvy veteran who knew how to manage the ball. That's fair to say. I would say that's more than he looked great. I would say he's a sa- savvy veteran because there's other plays where it's just like, this dude looks like an old stiff man, like cannot move his feet. Just he's throwing these like weird lob passes because he can't really put arm strength behind it. But again, he's got three, three top 10 receivers. It doesn't really matter. I have a feeling this is going to be our big balls bet of the week. You want it to be? No, no. I, the next game we're talking about. Oh, okay. Pats at Jets. Are we? Is this a foxhole bet? Are we walking into the foxhole together? I can't do it. I cannot no. do it. No. I'm, I'm, I'm carrying out on you. Where it's, I'm betting it, but I wouldn't make. I wouldn't do it to our fans. All uh, right. So, but you did. You did bet it because I already bet the Jets. Yeah, I bet okay. it. Um, this is one of those, I told you to stay away from the money line because I Bill did. Belichick, he's 20 and six straight up against rookie quarterbacks. He just wins, but he's, he's not great at covering. So I've taken the number cause it was already up to six and a half, six. Like we were texting about that. I said, this yeah. is insane. Um, again, I think that's going to start coming down. I'll probably get down to five or four and a half and settle there. It just feels like a good, a good divisional game where we're taking the home dog, but I'm much higher. Obviously you can tell I'm much higher on taking a team like Miami as a home dog. Then I am the Jets, where the Jets they have major injury concerns for me. Um, that the the O line is very scary. That they they've lost major pieces, and they're going against a front seven that's top five in the league. The Patriots have a great front seven. It's their secondary that's really lacking for the Patriots. So, Zach Wilson, to, to me, this is a good number for us to get a back door on it. But I, I would not make this our Foxhole game. I'm sorry, Chad. Uh, the Jets at Fanduel right now are down to five and a half. By the way, talking about getting the best of the number, the Jags at FanDuel are down to five and a half. Wow. So that line's moving. So yeah, Sharps yeah. are coming in on that. Sharps are coming in. Good for us. Good for us. We got the Jags early at plus six. We are winners getting the best of the number. That's what we do. Professionals. But we're not going to put the Jets in the contest. That's all right. I mean, the more I think about it, you might be right. Maybe did we make the Jags a big balls better the week? But that might have to be it. How do you not? It really might actually be it. Because it's I'm like thinking about it more. It's no one wants to bet this with us. They literally just got blown out by Houston. And then Denver just blew out the Giants. So uh, this might be our big balls better the week, Chad. Jags plus six, plus five and a half. Jags, Broncos plus six. That is our big balls 
Pet of the week. B B B O T W. It's an acronym only the federal government could love. <laughs> the biggest game this Sunday is Chiefs versus Ravens, and FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger because FanDuel is giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can end the weekend right by winning $150 on a $5 bet. I will be taking the Ravens money line in this game, but Simon might convince me otherwise. We'll see. Offers like this are just one of the many reasons why I love betting NFL on FanDuel, but I'll tell you one thing. I can see why they are America's top-rated sportsbook app. FanDuel is sports betting made simple, and they're always hooking you up with great offers. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up with promo code FAVORITES this Sunday before the Chiefs take on the Ravens. You could win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. You must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. $10, first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus, $150. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan and call 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Let's get back to the show. The other game that we really liked a lot, and this was a hornet's nest bet the other day. I'm walking to a fucking hornet's nest, all right? Now be my companion. How do you not take the Falcons here? And the Lions have been moving with us too. So the pros have come in on this as well. This is a classic rare instance where a team was a favorite Minus three and a half last week. Now they opened at 12 and a half dog on the road in a divisional game. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Last week, they're three and a half point favorite. That's just crazy. This team was a favorite over a field goal favorite at home. Now they're a 12 and a half point dog on the road in a divisional matchup. Whew, too many points, Chad. Again, it might look like egg on my face, just like I should have with the Lions. The Lions luckily backdoored it for me. But it's the same mentality here where it's a number that's inflated. The public has come in. They're still taking the uh, the Buccaneers somehow um, at this number. Like people are laying t- minus 12, minus 12 and a half. Doesn't matter. The pros came in. Now it's down to 11, 11 and a half in a lot of books. So feel like we're on the right side here, no matter what, Chad. And it's um, it's it's looking more and more likely that uh, this is going to be one of my bigger, end up being one of my bigger decisions of this upcoming weekend where I'm going to have a lot of money tied to Atlanta's money line, even though. I saw it's terrible statistic. Um, Matt Ryan, 0 and 6 in his career versus Tom Brady, straight up. That would include a Super Bowl. Indeed. So not not the best uh, best stat I saw the other day. I did bet. Uh, this is definitely in several of my money line parlays, and I did take a taste of this on the money line as well. Yeah. This is, again. This is just the same thing. The lines like. It's such a huge number, and I can see scenarios where they could win with that number, and we have to take it. But again, Arthur Smith might be lost, and this might be a complete train wreck of a season for this Falcons team. So this is this is a very big game for this team right now. And yet we love it. 
that's why betting is disgusting. Yeah, that's why I love this job because it's like every every everything in my body is screaming, "Do not take Atlanta," and that's how I know you got to take Atlanta. There's no other job in the world that requires you to go against your instincts as often as betting does because it it forces you to eliminate every kind of preconceived notion, every kind of how your eyes fool you scenario and just go with what you know the information is telling you based on the market, based on precedent, based on data. It's the fucking best. That's why I tell Bob all the time. I I respect all the old timers that are, you know, they've been in the desert since the sixties and seventies. I couldn't imagine doing this without technology. Like I am so reliant on my computer. And again, I use resources like people and contacts, but it's all about building your own system. And I couldn't imagine doing this because again, this is one of these things where if I just watched the, the game last week, I would say Atlanta's horrible. Buccaneers are going to blow them out, double-digit touchdown. And we just know that's not the case. So, again, it's it's one of these things people try not to overthink it. Cowboys at Chargers. This was a coin flip game for us. We liked the Chargers when it was two and a half. This game immediately got smacked. And, you know, the line now, I'm looking at it, it's already up to three and a half. So, to me, this isn't even a play. We'll see because in our contest, it could be two and a half. I mean – the pros hit it for a good reason. It's you saw the Cowboys just lost their best DN. When Lawrence went down, I think it was midway through the practice yesterday. I think he broke his foot. That's huge. That, that's a big deal for a team that is horrible at defense in the Cowboys. So two and my, if you got it at minus two and a half, you're feeling really good because now it's up to plus three, uh, plus three and a half for the Cowboys. So I, 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 I will have to talk about it. this could be the one favor we put in because right now it's between them and the Bears. And you, you know how I feel about the Bears. So. We're going to have to get one of these favorites in there. It's it's highly likely if we get the minus two and a half, it will be the Chargers. The Cowboys are without Demarcus Lawrence, without uh, Lael Collins, without Michael Gallup. I mean, they came out of that game. Martin's back. Uh, he may be, but they came out of that, that opening game uh, since then in a lot of trouble from the injury perspective. So it's uh, even at three and a half, it might be an interesting take just because they're so banged up and playing in a bad spot on the road. Um, all right. So just to remind people for our five best that we're thinking about, we still love the Jacks plus six. We still love Miami plus three and a half. We love the Eagles plus three and a half. We love the Steelers minus five and a half. The bears and the chargers are on the maybes. And then we got one more game to talk about that we, that we liked. And that was the uh, Titans and the Seahawks. Seahawks minus five, minus five and a half. And I've had a couple of pros reach out to me about this game. Um, they, they like the Tennessee side, but I'm going to, I'm going to trust my system. here. I, I really do think that the loss of John New Smith, the loss of Corey Davis, it's huge for this run game. You just saw the blocking did not look right for this Titans team. And I've watched that Seahawks Colts game probably three times now. It's one of the few games I kind of got obsessed with because not that I have a lot invested in Carson Wentz, but I've kind of put, I don't know, a lot of faith into him. I, I really do believe this kid has a talent, but he's just an idiot, especially in the pocket, like holding on to the ball. Carson's so fucking stupid. But Russell Wilson in that game, the other side, dude, he looks so good. I, I, I mean, that's what I can't get over watching that game. He's so in tune with this, this new offensive coordinator and I love the Seahawks. I, I think their defense is actually a lot better than I was going to give it credit for. Um, Titans got issues, and this is the worst thing for this Titans team. They're going on the road now. 
to play a team with arguably one of the best home crowds after having been in that stadium in almost two years. Everything about it just points to them. And I know the pros have come in on the Titans now. Some books have them down to four and a half. I, I, I'm riding with the Seahawks here. There's The public gets come games right now. The public's really heavy on this side. But I, I love the Seahawks. I'm riding with the public on this one. So why I, I agree with you. And it's funny, you know, I mentioned the Action Network podcast earlier and um, Stucky and Chris Raybon both love the Titans. And I can't figure it out. Uh, the Seahawks, to me, I just feel like they could win their division, you know, and Russell Wilson could have an MVP year. They looked so good to me. And we talked a lot about their value heading into the year, a regression for them, getting some of the stuff that last year, sort of the personality stuff that was troubling them, getting it right. Um, to me, the Seahawks are a better play than the Bears or the Chargers. Definitely. It's it's in their fairness to them why they like it. This is just a pro game taking the Tennessee here. You, you're taking a team that was like they that statistic you threw out. It's a team that was at home favorite yeah. that lost yeah. now on the road as a dog. Analytic guys are just going to take that number. But 40 percent of the time they're wrong. And that's that's where I try to come in. Chad. I try to find that 40 percent. So, you know, throw the bears out now. Maybe we're down to just them or Pittsburgh, because, again, you could be right. The charges, if we have three and a half in the contest, there's no chance we take Chargers minus yeah. three and a half. That's. That's where we go the other way. We take the Cowboys three and a half. So yep. th- that could be down to Pittsburgh and the Seahawks for that one favorite we put in the contest. All right. So uh, we've narrowed it down. We've got uh, six teams that we like right now. We'll choose those five. Follow us in the Action Network app. Uh, you'll see which of those five are. But I feel comfortable. I I have bet all of these games that we're talking about already um, and feeling very good about them. Jacks plus six. Miami three and a half, Eagles three and a half, Steelers five and a half, minus five and a half, uh, Seahawks minus five. If you can wait on to get a better number, Bears are dropping. I got them at two and a half. I won't be getting the best of the number there. It's disappointing. And it's again, people asked about the round robin. I've sold out to Chad, and Chad is paying me a fair salary now. So if you want the round robin, I'll put stuff on Twitter. But my five favorite round robins I put into the action app. So that's one of those things where you got to you got to do it. You just got to download the app, click on our profiles. You'll see those picks there. And Chad does picks too. And my man was up 19 units, 19 units. Who knows how much money that is, but it's 19 units. So it sounds good. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm so rich. <laughs> that's a great death. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, round robin parlays, I will be doing round robin parlays. Simon, tell me if I'm right or wrong here. Uh, Basically with the Jaguars, Miami, Indianapolis, Philadelphia Eagles, Atlanta Falcons, and I did the Baltimore Ravens just because. So basically, I'm taking all those teams, I pair them, so Jags Finch, Jags Coach, Jags Eagles, Jags Falcons, Jags Ravens, and then I do a money line round robin, a money line parlay with each of those combinations. So it ends up being three, five, nine, it's 14 parlays. Again, if you don't know what round robin is, it's pretty simple. You hold your hand up, you got five fingers. So one, two, one, three, one, four, one, five. So it's just like you keep going down the list. And now the one's done. Now it's two, three, two, four, and I'm down the list. Um, I would not put the Ravens in. I, we talked about Mahomes is, I think, 11 and 0 now in September in his career. I can't do it. I know he's due for a loss, but um, that's another one we're, we're probably going to end up, we're going to be talking about Sunday morning. I love the three and a half of the Ravens, but I doubt Bill will convince. Um, we just have other dogs we like a little better than have to go with Patrick Mahomes. But 
That's Chad's more of a man than me. I, I could not put the Ravens in my money line this week. I'm no coward. You're not. Uh, survivor. I'm a survivor. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Let's go. Let me hear them. Browns and Seahawks. Seahawks is ballsy, but Browns is the, that that's the one for us. That's the layup. Um, yeah. Houston had a big win at home. Now on the road playing the Browns. Browns coming home after a loss. This ain't your daddy's Browns. This is like old Browns. Nope. They choked this away for sure. We trust the head coach of the Browns. I mean, we don't really trust Baker, but we trust that run game. Uh, no chance. No chance the Browns lose. This is one of these few ones where I'm feeling pretty good with Survivor. So don't try to be too smart, people. Take the advantage of this situation now where you're not going to get a lot of chances with the Browns division. They don't play that many bad teams. So if they're playing Houston this week, we'll, we'll take that one. We'll take the Browns here. Uh, we have to come up with a survivor pick for our friend Colin Cowherd when I do his podcast later today for tomorrow. We gifted him a entry into a survivor contest. What should his pick be? Should we give him the Browns? Yeah. If he wants yeah. to win this thing, he'll just do what I do every week and not listen to Chad. Because Chad, never forget people, was scared of Joe Flacco last year. Well, listen, I need two because I'm in two survivor contests. So I need a second one. That's why I was choosing the Seahawks. Oh, um. Yeah, I, uh, I I I don't know if that's the right time because you, you, you never know in a high powered offense like Tennessee. Tennessee could figure it out next week, and that could be that could spell real trouble for you real quick, Chad. Um, yeah. This early, I, I I just like to go safe. So again, we we bet we bet the uh, the Falcons money line here. So now I might look like an idiot, but the Buccaneers is probably gonna be a high ranked one that a lot of people are gonna take or Green Bay. Um, uh, yeah, that's the, what I meant. Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay. I was going to say, of all the teams less likely to lose, it's Green Bay. We, we've seen yeah. this Lions team. We might have seen their best game of the year last week. So uh, Green Bay, after that kind of loss coming home on a Monday night, no way they lose. So that, that would be the other choice yep. there. That's it. That's it. I forgot. Sometimes I forget about the Monday night game. Um, all right. Let's get to some reviews. We had offered people, give us a five-star review that's funny, and Simon will give the winner um, – one of his best bets of the year. The contest ran for the past few weeks. Here are some finalists. Uh, and then we will get to the winner. Uh, Zach Moss S. You were a finalist. You did not win, but you will get some Action Network swag. Uh, you told us that the show paid for your wedding. Uh, HHTT99, who called me a DILF. We really appreciated that. I uh, like to get my love. The most discerning reviewer, that's the name, that's his name, uh, said the show got him a hot fiance. I remember, I believe it was, he was broke and a loser, and now he's rich and has a hot fiance. P. Kunkel called Matt Mitchell a podcast kingmaker. I'm not sure why I'm not getting all the credit for that, but whatever. Rango411 said the show cured his lifelong affliction of being a mush. He's a Philly native, Simon. You might have heard about his legendary mushness. The winning review. This was super sweet. Uh, and, you know, Simon and I, at our heart, we are sentimental and we love love. So Darius underscore Knox zero zero. I just read your name out loud on a well-known podcast. You are the winner. Five-star review. My new best companion. As a postman. I spent countless hours all alone delivering mail on my route. It gets lonely sometimes. 
but I can always count on my best friends with the favorites podcast to deliver no matter the rain, hail, sleet, or snow. Five stars. This podcast has changed my life. My bankroll is bigger. My knowledge is greater. And my dating life has improved. This podcast improves every aspect of your life. It's incredible. Thank you, Simon, for making me bet on bad teams on Thursday Night Football. Thank you, Chad, for simply answering my DMs, which led to Simon being on the show. And thank you, Matt Mitchell, for stepping back and allowing a real pro like Simon to take over the show. Love you guys. Darius underscore Knox 00. We love you. We appreciate you every day delivering the mail. I believe the United States Postal Service, they help so many people. I believe that sincerely. Darius underscore Knox 00. And all the finalists, email podcasts at actionnetwork.com to claim your prizes. And Matt Mitchell will coordinate podcasts at actionnetwork.com. Have we done it all? Ooh, feels like it, buddy. Feels like we did it all, man. Everyone watch us Sunday morning at Convince Me at Action Network HQ. We'll run down the slate with Raybon, Chris Raybon and Sean Kerner. And also uh, follow us in the Action Network app. And Simon and I will give you our final five best that we decide to maybe enter into a mythical contest. For Simon Hunter, for our producer, Matt Mitchell, I am Chad Millman from the Action Network. Rate, review, subscribe, download from Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify podcasts. Until Tuesday, love you. Bye.